Did you know I have three number one best-selling books on Amazon? So regardless of your level, there's a book for you. Psychic Senses, How to Develop Your Intuition, Psychic and Medium Gifts, Leap of Faith, How to Build Your Own Spiritual Practice, and Coffee with Colby, 365 Cups of Fresh Brewed Spirit Messages. So regardless of your level, there's a book for you. Give one as a gift, keep one for yourself. You can find them on Amazon or my website, colbyrebel.com. Sometimes I feel like a star, but only strictly where I'm famous. I'm in this foot along this hall, like we'll see where it takes us. I'm throwing back these double shots like whiskey here is weightless. Cause, cause this career I chose was even riskier than Vegas, yo. Oh, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Colby Rebel Show. I am your host, Colby Rebel where my goal tonight is to bring you a little bit closer to the other side. And I have an amazing guest in the house tonight. I am beyond excited. I will tell you, if anyone's ever played hard to get, it is my next guest. But I persevered, and I am honored and happy to have him here. I will mention his name, but you will already know it. He is an author, an esteemed psychic medium. He is a spiritual teacher with decades of experience and expertise connecting to the other side with integrity, authenticity, compassion, and love. He really has an ability to teach students how to connect, how to develop their gifts. And he also teaches you how to know that your loved ones are right by your side. He does it with love. He does it with kindness and certainly does it with joy. And it is my esteemed honor and privilege. And I am so excited to have him in the house. If you please put your hands together for Mr. John Holland. Hi, Colby. Hi there. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm not hard to get. I've been a little busy. <laughs> you're, you're so busy. I mean, your schedule must be insane. But I, I honestly, I'm so grateful that you you were able to, to carve out some time for us tonight and for our listeners. And it's so exciting to have it. you here. I so, appreciate you. Thank you. Oh, yes. No, this is going to be fantastic. So a couple of things, you know, you've been teaching for for a lot of years, but I know initially, like when you were a young boy, you sure. kind of had that sense, right? You had that sense that something uh, was there and then it was tested uh, through a, a very specific experience uh, with an accident. Um, do you mind just sharing that story for the listeners so they can understand like what you thought you had and then how it was validated for you? Right. So a lot of people who are listening, especially our audiences, I was uh, raised Italian Catholic, um, one of five children. I was always different, Colby. I was um, I was into art while my brothers were out playing basketball or football or baseball. And um, I was into any books that had to do with uh, magic, um, saints, um, chemistry, even um, spirits, um, go. Uh, fascinated. So my dad used to look like something's wrong with him. You know, uh, you know, when your parents start saying that, so yeah. I, I, I hit the ability and, and I used to watch TV programs. A lot of people know this bewitched, yeah. I dream a genie yeah. or dark, or dark <laughs> shadows, right. You know, on the East coast. And I loved watching them. And that was, you know, I was fascinated by it and I knew things I couldn't, I guess then you would call me, you know, the big word now, uh, Colby is, uh, uh, empathic. Right. I was a very sensitive child. I was clinging to my mother. I was a colicky baby. Just over, over. I was very sensitive, sensitive. And I pushed when you're called weird or, you know, like now with bullying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, even on you can get it now. You I hid the ability or I pushed it down and my friends knew that I had something. It, but it, the word psychic was never used, really. Um, but my grandmother, I think I don't know about you, Colby, but my this is on my grandmother's side of the family, the Italian side. Yeah, and yeah. grandma just grandma just knew things. You know, she just <laughs> knew things. That's how they looked at it. They said, don't ever think about anything because she'll know what you're doing. So years later, I moved to Los Angeles where you are. And 
I was still fascinated by it. Uh, I, I studied psychic ability in books because there was not really classes. Um, and I was in an automobile accident that all the abilities that I had came forward. All the abilities that I pushed away came forward, uh, but they're even stronger. And it, it, I'm, I always think it was the accident, Colby, but it wasn't necessarily the accident. Now, you've been out there, you said, what, 20 years now, right? Yes. Yeah, I've been yeah. here about so 20 years. There, right. I went out there when I was 24. Now, you know the lifestyle in L.A., <laughs> right? If you're young, you know what I mean? Okay. Santa Monica Boulevard. I mean, you, you know, so, you know, I was having a good time young and being stupid. And I got into this accident and I was in a relationship that I, for a while that should have ended a while. I was not living, you know, I was having a good time uh, working a couple of jobs. The accident, I got my life together when that accident happened. I believe, you know, the expression, everything happens for a reason. Yes. I love that saying. And then I hate that saying, Colby, because how can we tell a parent that lose two kids? Everything. I don't know why things happen. It's yep. what you do about the situation when it happens. That accident got my life together. The car was crunched. Okay, it was on a rainy night on on uh, Santa, going to Santa Monica, and I was on a turn and it, it spun and it crashed. I walked away from that accident. Wow! Anyone who walks away from an accident like that, and your car is gone. You know, either you say, "Oh, because I was lucky," I said, "Thank you, God." It was my wake up call. And when that happened, I left the relationship. Um, I started studying more. I, I think I, my I think I just got aligned. I yeah. really do. And that's when the psychic abilities happen. I started reading right in. Um, I started reading tarot cards at an aromatherapy shop in West LA, um, <laughs> and then two. Yeah, I never set out to do this work really, and then two years into it, people on the other side started showing up. Now I'm a big, big advocate, Colby. If you're gonna do this work, get the education. Know yes. how your psychic faculties work. Mm -hmm. Get the get the mechanics of how your your vessel works. So I did all that. And then when the mediumship happened, I, 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 somebody showed up at a reading. I'm like, okay, now you and I are from the East Coast, right? Okay? <laughs> yes. And I said, what? Mm -hmm. um, a woman's, uh, uh, her godmother showed up and gave me valid evidence. And, I, and she screamed, I screamed, I hugged her, she hugged me. And I said, okay, now what's happening? No matter what reading I did, in would come somebody, somebody's relative. But it was different. There was no mediumship uh, TV shows um, to, or any reference really, okay? So... I started reading these books and I really believe if you're meant to do this work, synchronicity is going to guide you. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people want to do, I think synchronicity is going to guide you. So I started reading all these books on spiritualism uh, that I could. Um, I went to the Bodhi trip, the Bodhi tree bookstore. Yes. Remember? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And right. And uh, Beverly Hills, I think it is. And I had these spiritualist books talks about mediums. And I said, how are they living their lives? How are they dealing with this? What is this? And I said, after two weeks into studying this books, I said, if I could just go to England and study with these people, I've never heard what a spiritualist was, Colby. I didn't know it started in the States. And I said, if I could just go to England, two weeks, in, two weeks into it, I'm out at a party. I step on a person's foot and they were from England. <laughs> One thing led to another, led to another. I got to go over there. I got the visa. My job ended. I worked at the Marriott Hotel in Century City that went, it was a flagship oh, yeah. and it, and it, and it, now it's no more. Now it's something else, maybe a Crown Plaza, I don't know. So my work ended. Somebody uh, from New England wanted to live to LA to be a writer. She rented everything just perfectly lined up. And that's how it started. And I studied with the spiritualists for, for, for two years. I sat in circle every Tuesday, meditation, and the education was unbelievable. And that's based on my first book, Born Knowing. And the hook about Born Knowing was, but I can't believe this. I'm the first American, Colby, to go over there and study with the spiritualist as a medium and bring back the knowledge. Are you Isn't kidding? That That's crazy. No. I did not and know that. Big, I mean, yeah. So that, that was the hook of what it was like to be in this close-knit group. But um, it's not really so close. No, but and basically, that's how it started. And But I kept my day job. I moved to California. I moved back to New England, Unsolved Mysteries. Remember that program yeah, with Robert yep. Stack? Yeah. They did a feature on me and it blew up. Uh, so many calls and the responsibility was overwhelming. Um, I moved to New England because my mom was ill. And one thing led to another, local newspaper. And that's how it basically started. I never said, I want to be known. I want to do this. It just, <laughs> it was a plan, Colby, I guess. I guess Spirit had its own thing about once I gave in and got my life together, I, I think I was finally ready to do this. And I kept my day job for nine years, even when I moved to New England. Someone said, why don't you just quit your job and trust spirit? 
well, times have changed, sweetheart. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, I, so for nine years, I kept my day job until I knew that I could live, um, that I could afford to do this work on my own. And yeah. That's how it started. And yeah, I, and I now agree. I teach it. And that you, you don't just teach it. <laughs> you're, well, you're kind of I, one of the legends. You get that, right, John? <laughs> well, you know what somebody called me? You're so funny. Somebody <laughs> called me the other uh, one time for an interview, and they said, well, John, how does it feel to be a pioneer in this industry? Yes. And I went, what? And I said, oh, I feel so old. You know what I mean? I'm like, pioneer. And I thought about it. I'm like, well, I have... I was with Hay House in 2003. So think about all that time that has gone by. And meeting them was another synchronistic thing too, though. I mean, getting with them, I decided to write a book. My friend had an agent. I was signed with them in a month. And then we did the I Can Do A conferences for 12 years. Who? Yeah. But Colby, one thing about for everyone who's listening, I didn't get to start off with like small groups. I was in front of 30 people, a few hundred to 3,000. Wow. And I said, well, how do I work this? They were working with me on the other side. How do I know who to go to? They knew what they were doing. And you just have to trust when you do this. So it was fantastic. Yeah. And I, I also feel, though, when your intention is in the right place, I just feel like spirit then creates those synchronicities. They know who's in it and they know who really is that ambassador. So it's like yeah. it, it was your calling. Right. It was your yeah, they see you on the other side. Spirit yeah. knows what's going on with you. They know your intentions. They know that. And Janet Nahavik, bless her, says it all the time. Brilliant medium. A good friend of mine. She yes. says there's an intelligence to the other side. There is. And I try to help people. A lot of students come to be mediums. And I have to say to them, is it a calling? Have you always wanted to do it? Not because you want to be famous. All right. It, it, it's, a, it's a drive. You have to live. You know this, Colby. It's yeah. a life of service. Yes. Yes. And it's, it's just really is, um, it gets to a place where you just can't think of doing anything else. Right. That's right. So, yep. And it changes um, though, Colby, you've been doing it for a few, it's immediate things are going to take you in a new path too. Yeah. Um, I'm doing more soul work, energy work. I'm working with animals now. I'm into energy. Oh yeah. Let's talk about the animals and your charity actually. Sure. Sure. I have a little white, uh, a white uh, West Highland Terrier who's over here and he's now 14. <laughs> and I try to teach a lesson every time I tell a story where I live in New Hampshire, the SPCA is down the road. And every time I drive by, I would say, I should do something for them. I should do something for them. I, I, maybe I could help raise money. I just kept driving by and I kept hearing, do something for them, do something. I finally went in there and I said, hi, my name is, okay. Uh, hi, my name is John Holland. And <laughs> I don't know if you know me or what I do. I said, I'm a medium. She goes, oh, we know who you are. And yes, we'll take your help. <laughs> and every every year I do an event um, and I, it's called the CODA Fund, named after my dog. The funds raised help animals have life-saving operations. When an animal is surrendered to the SBCA, somebody, they may not have the, the funds to pay specific doctors or specialists or rehab or rods and dogs' legs or animals' legs. Yeah. So... That's what the money goes to. And after nine years, 10 years, I'd help, I helped raise $150,000. Oh my for the goodness. Animals. Oh, I love right. that. And, and you know what, Colby, because it's about giving back. And some people they're like, and what do you get out of it? I'm like, you're kidding me, right? <laughs> One ripple effect. What if some, what if a child gets a kitten or a cat that was saved by the code of fund and it changes that kid's life? Yeah. Nobody knows the kindness you have. The one kind act you do may have a ripple effect that reaches farther than you could ever imagine. So Absolutely. And the fund is still going and saving animals lives. And those animals are going into people's homes. So I wow. love it. I, uh, I had two Siberian Huskies. They're both in spirit oh, now, but dogs. one, uh, one was Dakota, Dakota. So Dakota yeah. and Dakota. Then Kendall. Yeah. Dakota. <laughs> so it, he was Italian, right? What's your name? Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> Which um, means friend and ally in Sioux Indian. Oh, does that. it? I did not. Yep. Wow. Yeah, his name is derivative of your dog's name, Dakota. It means wow. friend or ally in Sioux Indian. Yep. I love that. Wow. Thank you for that. Yeah. Now, You're what welcome. advice would you give an aspiring medium? So at the beginning of their own spiritual journey, you know, you have a lot of students, as you mentioned, but let's say they're at the beginning. What's what's the advice that you would give to them? Ask yourself, why do I want to be a medium? Why? 
and they it should be to help others for no other reason okay um to help others and and i'm going to go back to what i said before get the psychic get the mechanics of how your psychic faculties work because once you understand the equipment when you have those psychic emanations coming to you whether from people um you know and then if it goes into mediumship and not everyone's going to go into mediumship we do need good psychics to give advice and intuitives get yeah know how your psychic faculties work because a lot of people don't know this who get into this colby is you are the vessel it's going to affect your adrenals, every cell, every fiber of your being, and you could burn yourself out. And I love when people come into the classroom or on Zoom for now and <laughs> says, this is, this is making me so sensitive. The price of sensitivity yes. is sensitivity. And I tell them, <laughs> you're a sensitive and you're making yourself more sensitive. You have to control yourself and ground it. I still try to have, I don't know about you, Colby, isn't it still a constant balance between the two of, I mean, what, you know, spirit and being grounded and, you know, yes. I mean, some are better at it, but I still think it's a, it's still a, uh, still something I'll always work on. I yeah. do too. So and I, psychic training. and I feel like I tell people, so I have a, a few hobbies. One is snowboarding. I love snowboarding and I love watching me some football, right. And yelling at yeah. the TV, wow. but <laughs> those, those activities, those hobbies, they really kind of do help keep that balance in your life. Right. And just to kind of That's help right. with yep. that. So I think it's important that even as we develop and grow and work on our, our soul and spiritual evolution, that we still kind of have some fun in the physical realm. Absolutely. <laughs> well, because you're a physical being and a spiritual being. Um, I had a gentleman once in an audience, he says, why would I want to develop my spiritual side and be all sensitive? I said, sir, you're a physical being and a spiritual uh, being. Sometimes we forget, Colby, that we're spiritual and we're yeah. all physical. And, and then sometimes we're too spiritual for someone who takes workshop after workshop after workshop. They forget about the spiritual. So there's a balance. And to live only one side, you're living a life half lived. Spirit doesn't want you not to forget, uh, forget your physical life. You have kids, family, animals. Um, I love art. Yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to go back to it. I love animals. I never thought I'd be into dogs as much as I can, oh. but I'm usually walking at least four or five times um, where I live out in the nature. I love it with my friends. Um, I love it. And I love small circles of friends that are tight. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, that are close to you. Um, what, what else? And, and you're also snowboarding. Um, there's some different things I'm, I, I want to try. Um, I'd love to do dancing like sometimes. I love dancing. dancing. Yeah. Salsa dancing's the best, John. Okay. Yeah. Move the, <laughs> yeah. Move that body girl. Yeah. <laughs> that you should do that. That would be a lot of fun. Right. So yeah, and we'll get out there. I mean, once this is, you know, once this passes, you know, so it's, it's tough, but it's, yeah, thank God we have zoom. So yes, yeah. I know. So yeah. when you are doing a mediumship connection for someone, sure. what is your favorite mm -hmm. part of that connection? That it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That I, someone I came through. It's, it's a, <laughs> I love it when it's a perfect cocktail where, because it's not just about me, it's about the person, the recipient, and it's about those on the other side. So it's from spirit, through spirit, to spirit. So I love when it's perfectly in sync and then it just flows. It just flows. But I'm amazed. Um, I, when some students say in class, Oh, I got this. Oh, I got that. Or I yeah. got this. Cause I try to tell them, take the ego out of it. Yeah. And I'll say, did you get it? Or was it given? Oh, right? it kind good. of takes out of it. You like that? Yes. Yeah. John Hall and John Hall and copyright. <laughs> um, was it? Yep. Um, I like when uh, I'm always fascinated by this work, Colby, when, when you get a piece of evidence, that's so like you the other day with the patience, with the girl with the tattoo, she had the word <laughs> yeah. patience. Yeah. Right. I mean, but when something comes through, it's almost like when you're doing mediumship, you're watching it as opposed to being in it. So I get excited. I'm like, oh my God, I'll say to the spirit, that was good. I never say I got it. They're the ones who are doing the work. I just get blown away still by the process and yes. what comes through, not from us, through us. 
So yes. yeah, I'll always be fascinated about how this works. And I, and you know, when it, when they give the yes, oh my God, oh my God, yeah. you get that rush. <laughs> no way. That force <laughs> that goes, but yes, especially when you're on stage, Colby, right? Yes. When, when spirit yes. is flowing right through you and you're a vessel and you're in sync. It's amazing. I'm, uh, um, I, for many years, because this work can, if you're doing it too much, it can burn you, right? Yeah. So when I was in LA and I moved here, I was tired. I was working a day job for nine years. And I told Kobe this before the interview, before I started uh, full-time. Um, I worked all day and then I would do readings in the evening. I was getting fried. And I kept, I asked myself, should I do this work? Can I keep doing this work mentally, physically, spiritually? I was burnt um, or I was go getting tired a lot. And so then I would read for a parent who lost a child. And then that's, I kept saying, so it was the parents that lost ch uh, children that kept me bringing me back to this work. And I've never looked back since. So yeah. if I can help a parent, if I can help a mother smile for the first time in months or even laugh, because some people who lose a kid or anybody, they feel guilty, Colby, when they're, when they're laughing, yeah. you know? Yeah. And yeah. I'm blessed because being with Hay House, the people that I have met, from the David Kesslers to the Brian Weisses to the Denise Linds to Greg Braden to Joe, amazing people. Now, I'm not just throwing names out there. They're my teachers also, Goldie. Yeah. When we do these events, I, I, I love being with them also and taking class. I still take classes. Good, yeah. I still take classes. I mean, I'm taking a class that I downloaded to get, to get to it. It's on animal Reiki, you know, because I've done Reiki before. But where's the how to help animals? I've got one on Carolyn Mace's medical intuition. And I've got them, you know, I got a bunch of them and they're there for me. And that's my soul's way of saying, you need to do this, Colby, because your mediumship is going to change. It's going to change with you too, Colby, I think. It's going to change and grow. And some people like, no, I wanted to get out of the way. Less of you, yeah. more of spirit. Yes. And here's one, Colby, too, for all your audience. When you say, I want to do mediumship this way, you have to put <laughs> it out to spirit and say, spirit, help me to, way, help me to work the way you want me to work, right. not the way I want to work. Yes. I love that. You can yes. request put into partnership yeah. with them because it is a partnership. But yeah, so good questions, Colby. So you, thank you. So you much. can put in for a transfer, but you're not guaranteed the transfer, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Maybe when you're good and ready. Absolutely. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. But again, we're meant to be servants, right? This is supposed to be of service and not selfish, right? So. Yep. yep. And we chose this, Colby. I really yes. believe. How do you feel about past lives? I believe in past lives. I do. But I think I, we chose this, Colby. I yeah. think we chose to be be of service in this life. And oh, when you yes. when people. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you can't, no disrespect, but if you're whining, this, you asked, I asked for this. Yes. I agreed to this. I didn't have to do this work. I could have turned away and got a nine to five, had the weekends off, and most people too. I'm telling this for all the aspiring mediums. You know, Colby, when you try to tell people, you explain that what the work is, it's blessings and it's downfall sometimes. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I know, I hear what you're saying. Unless you do this work, you don't understand. Yes. Right? Especially that, if you're dating somebody, oh. if you're dating a muggle. If you're yeah, dating a muggle, you go. call them, right? <laughs> yeah. But, um, they're like, no, I understand that. You you have to uh, do the work to understand how it, it, it how it affects you. And I also it has think- it's blessings too, though. I also feel that sometimes I think people, there's a loneliness to this work too that I don't think everybody always talks about. There's like this loneliness that when you're doing it, do you ever feel that? And it's, yes, I do. And it's, uh, I'm not, a, I'm not, uh, I'm alone, and yeah. I, you know, ever since COVID too. Um, <laughs> I'm not a lonely man, okay? Right. But this is, a, I mean, between COVID, it's a long time to be alone. But yeah, that's why, I like having friends. I have friends that who could give a toss about me doing this work. The ones I walk <laughs> the dogs with, they're not, they're not like, is somebody with me? Can yeah. you give me a reading? They don't give, they don't give a hoot yes. right, about that I do this. Those are those uh, friends. And then I have friends that are in this business. They're the ones that help me if I'm going through something, who boost me up. We all need our own people, Colby. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. You, do you have a group of people, Colby, I that do, do this work? I do. And like yeah. you, it's a small, small group of people uh, right. that I that I really yeah. you know, that you trust and that, again, they're going to they're going to do other things with you. Right. Not just this uh, right. work. So yeah. now you are called a spirit messenger, right? 
Mm-hmm. And people know this about you. They know the way you deliver. It's like you take the person on the journey with you. Can you explain, yes. like, did you always work that way? Or is it a way you learned? Can you, how did that you start know, for you? Yes, it is. Oh, you mean like, um, I call myself a teaching medium. When I'm on stage, yes. um, I explain what I'm getting. Okay. And I never used to address them as if they're right here, but you got so much in your head. I try to be like, got that, got that. Not too much. Um, some mediums don't. I prefer to acknowledge them. I explain what I'm getting so the audience knows exactly what's happening in my. I saw somebody do it in England. There were two sisters that were mediums, and one of them did this, and I went, it was perfect. And I didn't emulate, I didn't copy because you should never emulate another medium because then you become mm-hmm. second best to the original, yeah. right? Yeah. So I, uh, I said, oh my God, I love that. And I tried it. And as long as you're not explaining too much because you know I have a way of sinking in. Um, I saw somebody do it. I trained myself to be that way. And a lot of people, especially student mediums, uh, they know how I'm getting it. And audience members have come up and said, now I understand. Yeah. Because they'll be like, I'll be saying, I'll get a certain symbol and I'll mind map it. And I'll be like, and they're like, oh my God. So I show them the process of doing this. Um, and it seems and it seems to work as long as I'm not, uh, because some people, they just want the message. They don't give a hell of, yeah. you know what I mean, what you're getting, <laughs> you know? And it's, uh, but I have a way of gently teaching the same time I'm doing. And I think it works, Colby. No one's ever said, why do you, why don't you stop that? And you must, have you seen me when I was ever in LA? I mean. Um, not in LA, no. Uh-uh. I haven't seen you in, uh, you were in LA and I was on the East coast. That was the last time. Okay. You were- <laughs> yeah. was- I think I was in Lilydale actually. So, Oh yeah. Good old Lilydale. Yep. Yes. But, um, now I, I have a question. So, and we talked a little bit about this, you know, everything happens for a reason, right? But t- sometimes that's hard mm-hmm. to explain. Like, how do you say to someone, again, as we mentioned, if you've lost a child, how do you right. explain that away? But w- right. what do you tell someone, if someone comes to you and they've lost a loved one, what is it you you say to them that, you know, other than the evidence and bringing the spirit forward, what's the explanation you give to them as the why? Um, because... Um... Well, I, I always try to, as a, as a spiritual medium, I try to prove, I mean, sometimes you can't prove it. All I can do is give the best evidence possible. I try to show people that you are energy. Energy cannot die. And it's the continuity of life. Because what happens, Colby, is too many people that don't understand, they are watching uh, the movies, you know, the Sixth Sense movies, or they're watching the show Medium, you know, where yeah. burn victims are coming at you. And I try mm-hmm. to show them it's not like that. And I always try to say, your loved ones are just a thought away. You don't need me to do this. And I try to teach them about to watch their own signs, to ask for the signs, ADCs, after death communications. So I just try to give them a little education and, um, and I just try to be the best medium that I can be. So when that mother leaves, father or husband or wife, that they feel like, okay, how could he know that? And then yeah. they walk away. And if I give them a window to say, maybe my loved one is okay, then I feel we're doing our job. Yep. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So I want to kind of uh, d- diverse. I want to talk about your your decks, your articles, but the mediumship training deck that you recently put out with Lauren Rainbow. I love the idea that you put this mediumship training deck together to help students. And you do have those other uh, decks for the spirit messages and the psychic tarot. Mm-hmm. The mediumship training, first of all, how did that idea come in? Was it spirit driven? Did the two of you just go have a a coffee, a cocktail and say, oh, let's just do this. Tell me how this came about. Well, I know Lauren says it too. It's, uh, I don't know if she knows, I know she knows the before story. I I wanted to do that deck um, when I was with Hay House a number of years ago. And then it got, it it just got on the back burner. And then I put it there. I wanted one deck. So people could train to look everything that we taught or that teach. I said, how can I put this? I didn't want to write another book. I've got six. Okay. (laughs) I wrote Bridging Two Realms. Okay. It helps the person uh, who's lost someone. What happens before somebody passed, during and after? The second half of the book is for someone. When I wrote Bridging Two Realms, there were two things that were hot topics. Everybody wanted to be a medium in 2018. There was a lot of it out there and the word empath, empath. So I addressed 
Uh, so you want to be a medium? This is what it, this is what I feel you ne needs to be involved in that. But the mediumship training deck, I wanted to do it. And I didn't, to be honest with you, and I'm like, okay, as always, I didn't want to do it alone. I didn't want to write another deck by myself. So the one person that I knew that taught a lot of classes who, you know, who teaches was Lauren Rainbow. And I said, hey, Lauren, you want, we got all these, you know, techniques. Why don't you help me write this? And she, of course, absolutely. Because now she can say she's a Hay House author. So not only is she uh, helped me with the deck, she now has that credit of being a Hay House author. So I love it. And there's some things in there, some people, by the way, too. I have in there empathy. We, uh, we have in there empathy, um, getting outdoors. And some people like, this is not a training deck. Yes, it is. To be balanced, it yeah. all helps you. It's a, to be a better communicator. Um, and so it is, it's, and the artwork I think is amazing. Who, oh, the it's guy beautiful. Who this, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I appreciate that. And you can pull a card a day. It's not an Oracle. So you might go on, someone might say on an Amazon review, it's not an Oracle. Nobody said it was, yeah. I, I, I said it too. <laughs> it's not an Oracle. It's a, tr it's a teaching deck with techniques, 50 techniques, and they're grading groups. Yeah. They're grading groups if you're teaching a class. Or, oh yeah, and you don't even have to be. You don't even have to be a psychic or a medium, Colby. It's it can help you as a spiritual being. Yeah, you know, I love it. Yeah, it's, to be more it, in touch. But they are beautiful and they're they're stunning. And it was Thank just. You. And, I mean, Lauren is just the best too, isn't she? I, I, she's got. She's God, if I had a, if, if I had her, I, I wouldn't need coffee. You know yeah. what I mean? She's, 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 she's a really good medium too, though. Yes. She's a good friend and uh, she's got lots of energy, great teacher. And she never, she's, she's like an ever ready, uh, you know, bunny. She just yes. keeps going. So bless her. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm curious, you, you've been through so much. And again, a lot of years of experience as well. Sure. What do you think your biggest lesson is? Have you ever kind of had say, hey, what's my my takeaway or what's my biggest lesson? Have you ever thought about that? Hmm. I am <laughs> now, though, aren't I? Kobe, right. <laughs> Good question, though. Um, mm -hmm. You mean you mean for me or for people, Colby, or just period? I feel like, like for you, I think you're what is you've been doing this a long time. You've been from the beginning, you know, from. I mean, really, when we look at it as a whole of putting your life together to understanding mm -hmm. this is your purpose to now teaching it to now kind of changing form somewhat, as you were okay. explaining, what do you feel is your biggest takeaway lesson from this entire experience of working to with follow, spirit? To follow your soul's guide, your soul's guidance. Your soul is trying to guide us as your soul, my soul, um, everyone's soul is trying to guide you for your highest good. Yeah. We ignore it we push it aside or we think it's crap or yeah. it must just be wishful thinking. Your soul wants you to be here. You, you are a soul that comes with the body, not a body that comes with the soul. You are a soul first. You'll be a soul long after. You were a soul before you came into this body. You're gonna be a soul long after. Your soul wants to help you with your time here. And if you think about it, you have a soul. I mean, you are a soul. We are a soul living in human body, not the other way around. So if you have a soul, that means you're connected to a higher source. That spark, uh, your soul is a spark of that divine. My job too, for myself too, is to not forget that we are not alone, that there is a higher source. So it's, it's, my lesson is just follow your soul. Follow your soul. And sometimes, Colby, you, you want this and it's not happening. Your soul knows what's for your highest good, but it may put you in another place. So, and you talk about how do I, I wrote power of the soul in 2000. That's another big word now. Everything is soul. Yeah. S-U-L-O. Everything is soul. Um, I wrote power of the soul in 2007 and how wow. you affect. Yeah. We limit ourselves, Colby. You know, we, we'll do the affirmations, you do the visualizations <laughs> and then you don't give it time. And it's true. You're like, but it doesn't mean that uh, we, we limit ourselves of I'm not good enough. I'm too heavy. I'm too thin. Who do I think I am? A lot of stuff is programmed in there for us not to do well. Um, and sometimes we stick to that programming. So it's changing that. Luckily, once again, I'm a Hay House author. So I had Louise Hay. All right. Affirmation yeah. Queen. You can heal your life <laughs> uh, book who started Hay House. So mm -hmm. she walked her talk. And there's a lot of authors who walk their talk. So it's basically follow your soul's promptings. And, and there's a number of ways that your soul comes through. It's dreams, intuition, 
synchronistic, synchronistic events, um, and also wake-up calls. I had a couple, Colby. I don't know if you've had any, but your wake-up call is your chance to say, what are you doing? Yeah. Where are you going? Yeah, so have you had a couple, Colby? We all have a wake-up oh, call. Oh, yeah, no, there's... There's definitely been a couple, which is really, which is really good. And I know what, for me, when I went to, to know, I was really fighting, you know, I was a tax accountant before I did this professionally. Wow. Yeah. And you know, that's secure and it's stable and spirit was really calling and I was being very stubborn. And I realized like I was going to have a nervous breakdown if I didn't listen to spirit, if I didn't listen to my soul. And, you know, once we do, though, it all works out, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. And I, I've never looked back. And I, um, you know what? And we, can't, we get these lessons all the time, Colby. All right. Yeah. Um, I had the accident. One time I got um, I was doing too much touring because I toured for yeah. 17 years. OK. Wow. Um, and I'm slowing down now. Right. Yeah. And, so, and then when COVID happens, people said, well, you wanted this. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cause the pandemic to go around the globe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's like I didn't want it this much. But um, I, I had the I, I lost the use of my arm. My C7 got had an infection. Wow. My, my immune system was attacking my spine and I couldn't move my arm. So I had to go to uh, therapy. For, so that was another wake up call. Um, so I don't want to have any I don't want to have any more of those. So um, what you know, watch for that when I and it's what you do about the situation that I yeah. say. And, and it's not that spirit made that happen, but it was a wake up call and, and you have to act on it. Um, but. I just don't follow the signs of, uh, you know, of where I'm going. And I try to like, I'm being prompted. Um, yes, my yes. mediumship, I've never studied this spirit will use it in my, in, in mine and Lauren's deck, the mediumship training deck. It, it's one called the mediumship toolbox. Everything you've ever studied, everything you've ever learned, every picture, everything, it's all in there for spirit and your psychic faculties to use as a as an encyclopedia. So now that I have my dog 14 years, I know a lot about dogs and breeds. So Colby, you know, when you say a medium may say, Oh, you have a dog on the other side, because I know breeds. Now I can see them. Yes. So now I'm being directed towards medical stuff. Um, I can look at somebody I'm not a medical intuitive, all, but I know, if I study it a little harder, it could happen because I can look at somebody Colby and I knew my sister had a cyst on her ovary. Yes. And I said, Tina, you might have a cyst on your ovary. And I would never say that impression versus expression, how you tell people. And sure enough, she did. I can look at someone. I know if they broke their arm or, or that there's something wrong with the pancreas. So, so what's happening? Somebody's working with me. They're guiding me towards that. And we'll just see, it's my decision, my personal responsibility to say, all right. So, that's me following my soul if I go in that direction. And I will. I yeah. Will. And I, I love that you want to keep growing and expanding, right? Because, I mean, I, from the outside, say it. I am going to say it. <laughs> I, I'm from the East Coast. I am going to say it. But from the outside, mm -hmm. you're John Holland. You could cruise on into the sunset, tap out, call it a day, right? But yet you yeah. are still growing and expanding and pushing yourself and pushing your soul to keep continuously growing. I think that's incredible. Well, I want to teach too. I mean, not sometimes when I was in England, they taught me mediums are born, not made. And I really believe that until I saw people, I think we're all born with the potential. Some are born higher with it. Obviously yeah. you and I were okay. Um, and some, if you, if you're not born with a strong potential, you just need to study more and you got to work a little harder. So I think we all can do it if that's what your calling is. Um, so I will train people and sometimes some people will go on to be mediums and some people may say, this is not for me and go on to do something else. So hopefully I'm doing them a favor too. <laughs> I have to pass the baton sometime, Colby. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm still youthful. I don't like to say I'm old. I'm getting <laughs> older. I don't, I don't mind helping the up and comings. We need more yeah. mediums of color. We need more younger mediums and the, the younger mediums out there spreading the word to the younger ones. Okay. Yeah. Um, not all of us are older mediums, but we need the youth to come in here to, to start doing this work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And remember, uh, she had a uh, radio show, Monica. I mean, oh, yes. uh, Monica, um, Monica, the medium, 
Monica the medium. Now she was the youngest one I've ever seen on television. And she what, was in her 20s. So imagine that, you know, helping people and, and you know, people that are 30 and under, they need some type of uh, guidance, spiritual guidance too, though. So if I can pass the baton with some training that I did, and um, when I tap out, I'm, I'll always be a medium. I'll always see people, all right? Maybe not the schedule that I have now, but I'll always be there. But um, I want to hand off the baton um, sometime to the people that are up and coming. And that's why, and you see the little diamonds in the roughs. I have a few and I hope that they go on to it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but I'll, I'll but you're so graceful the way you interview. I, I appreciate that. So, oh, and why we have thought of tapping out and I'm like, no, what would I, what would I, I don't know what I do. If somebody <laughs> offered me a job with dogs or something, <laughs> and it's like, I, I would do it. I yeah. would do it like, like a doggy daycare, you know, but uh, no, but thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. I would love to just kind of mention you have a few classes and workshops coming up that I'm sure the listeners would love and they're online. So this is perfect. So if you don't mind, let's go over those. Uh, we have okay. awakening your psychic strengths. Uh, and this the is with Pam Coronado. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, Pam and I did a TV show and she works with police detectives. I mean, she works with, she finds me, she helps uh, missing people. She was the president, now the vice president of the remote viewing association. She, um, she helps uh, law enforcement and she's real, man. She's so good. So when I say about understanding your psychic faculties, awakening your psychic strength is the very first class. If I was to do a series of um, classes, that would be the first one I'd have people if they're interested in. It teaches you open up, close, turn it on, the clears, how to understand this. Be good at being understanding your psychic vessel first. So when I was talking to Pam, now you know she has to be accurate and specific, the way she details about where missing people are and, and uh, you know, all crimes working with police. So I'm bringing her in. That's going to be amazing. And so, and of course I put it online. There's it's, we're having a smaller group. So, yeah. you know, to teach, um, that's almost gone though, but, um, sold out. But she, do you know her? Do you know of her work? I know of her. LA? Yeah, I absolutely know of her. I haven't met her personally, but maybe I should have her on. <laughs> I will tell her to go on your show because <laughs> and you could do it from the whole and she'll tell you how her work as a psychic detective evolved. She, she um, I don't want to give away too much, but it's changed. She went from experiencing being the victim to being the person that did it through their wow. eyes to yes. just observing now. So she is amazing. And she's so down to earth, Colby. She's oh, lovely. She's amazing. That's yeah. wonderful. So now you also have the virtual gathering as well. So what's right, the that's virtual people gathering? Only. Okay. It's, um, okay. it's, it's, um, I, I don't know about you, Colby, but do you do groups online, Colby, small groups of people, or group readings? Yeah, I do. I do small okay. group readings. I like and, seeing yeah. the faces. Yes. I like, yes. of course, on Zoom, you can't have, if you do webinar, it's easy to teach, but I like seeing people's faces and seeing what's around them and, um, you know, the colors and that. So that's only 50 people. So, and those go fast, even in, when they were in person, they go fast. Cause I like to keep them intimate and it's not outrageous. Yes. The price it's like, it's, it's not about the money Colby. It's about helping the people that need this. Do you understand? Yeah. So yes. I appreciate that. But until we get back into public, I'll do the virtual, um, it's called the gathering, you know, where yes. people on the other side come together. Yeah. I love it. And then now we've got one more. I'd love to, cause we got to talk about Janet and, we, we do love, and the work that she is doing, right? Um, but you guys have Janet the, Havoc. Yep. Ugh, the aspects of mediumship six. So can you- Part six. Yes. Yeah, it's, um, it's her wisdom. Janet was a Catholic nun, mm -hmm. all right? And she runs the journey within church. She is all about yes. service. She opened up another church. She used to serve Lilydale. And aspects of mediumship is a class. Um, it was part six, but what we're doing- we're putting all six together. They're two hour talks with just the two of us of, of teaching. Wow. She's, she's the most kindest, the most yeah. giving woman. And you've met her. Yes. Know? Yeah. We have an event on May 22nd again together. So, and, uh, what yeah. an honor, maybe right? When you, when, when, <laughs> yeah. Maybe when she open when the church is safe and I don't know if it's going to happen this year, cause she wants to make sure everybody's safe. If you get to go there at to her center, her uh, spiritual yeah. church in New Jersey, 
but I love that the fact I was raised Catholic. I love the fact that she was a nun. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and the minute she said, and, the, and she was taught, it's okay to go into church and talk to the angels and saints. But the minute you talk about somebody's grandmother, they're like, oh no, dear. Yeah, yeah, you you're making it yeah, up. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. She, and she is a soldier for spirit, man. She yes. is so. She's all about service. So yes. So I know we kind of mentioned following your soul path and you know, and you just kind of the synchronicities and spirit kind of being there for you. But in, in all honesty, have you, I mean, did you ever just think the work that you've done would have the, the, the impact and magnitude that it has had today on people? It'll keep that. It, that's what keeps me humble. I think um, I'm very approachable. Um, uh, I, I never thought, I mean, I'm a kid and this is, people know this or maybe don't cause it's a new audience with you too. I'm a kid from this. I'm a kid from a ghetto in Massachusetts. All right. In Boston, um, <laughs> you know, on welfare, alcoholic yep. dad, um, you know, abuse. Um, I never thought I, I can't, I, I just, I just, I never thought man. It, yeah. it like, it took me for the longest time to acknowledge, Hey, I'm John Holland, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. and, and and to see the speakers on stage, and I'm always fascinated to watch a medium and it's really working well. So I never thought it would have a, uh, an impact. But when people start calling me a pioneer now and people yeah. get nervous when they meet me, I'm like, it's just me, you know? <laughs> so uh, no, I, I never thought, um, I never, like I said, I never set out to be known, um, but I guess spirit had other plans. And I guess, yeah. I always say this too, Colby, you know, and this is to be honest, I may not be and some people differ saying, no, John, I may not be the best medium, but I'm a good medium and I'm okay with that, you know, and there is not best, you know what I mean? But I'm still fascinated. I'm like, um, when some pieces of information come out by another medium, I'm like, wow, never <laughs> envious, yeah. never competitive. Why? I'm never competitive. And this can be a close knit group. Okay. I'm never competitive. And I've always said, there's enough dead people for everybody. <laughs> Colby. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody, yes. there's seven people on the planet. Everybody needs a good medium or a good intuitive and yeah. uh, just be humble and know why you're doing this work and um, spirit will come through for you. You know? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think that's great advice because I agree. What about you, you Mr. Mr. Tax Account? What about you, Ms. Tax Account in New York City? I mean, did you ever think that you'd be who you are? I'm still a work in progress. What are you talking about? <laughs> We're all work in progress. We're I, all I work still in have progress. my uh I still have my my spiritual baby shoes on, but you know, mm -hmm. at least I am happy and honored. I I feel I do feel so blessed that spirit chooses to work with me and and i just hope i keep trying to make them as proud as oh, as i can you you, 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 so, paid your you paid um, your dues you've studied <laughs> you, you've studied the subject you've paid your dues and so oh. it's like and you have good intention and it's like and you may say well i want i don't no one ever said well some people mediums do i think maybe like i want to be bigger yeah. i always said i want to reach a bigger audience well i got yeah. it you know yeah. what i mean and you got to come up with the good so i think if you're humble and um, you stick to what's real and you're coming from like Lawrence rainbow said yeah. from that heart space, yeah. if you're coming from the heart and then, you know, uh, some people will have different benefits from doing this work. I am, um, I'm blessed in many ways, you know, I, I it's, yeah, I, I can't tell you, no. So, you know, congratulations to you for the, well, you're spreading the you. word Colby too. Thank yeah. you. Yep. One, uh, one last question. <laughs> one last question. Um, you know, we always talk about this. Uh, you know, there's going to be a day that we transition, right? I, I just want to know what imprint or message would you like to leave behind? What's the one thing that, you, you know, when, when it is your time, what's the one thing that you wish that you, you do leave behind for everyone? Well, they say to Kobe, remember that when they say when you they say when you go to the other side, I don't know if this is real or not, but it's good. Um, when you go <laughs> to the other side, you have to they're going to ask you, um, did you did you do what you set out to do? And who did you help? If you could say, yep, I think I did do. I did teach. I did let know about the continuity of the soul. And yeah, I did help people. I think they're going to open the gate and let me in here. So I think if people um 
I think if I was to leave here with the message and if I left the imprint that we are more than physical beings, um, that we are so much more, you are a miracle. Um, I think we should get an award for incarnating in this body. And, and you know, <laughs> I really do. I think that we should get a medal as soon as we get here to show you that there's more than this life, Colby, that you are yeah. truly a miracle and to give yourself a break sometime and, yeah. and to help others, Colby. We are all meant to help others with our time here using your gifts, talents, and abilities to help others as a, as a community. I love that. Yeah, as a world. Thank you. Yeah. Well, if you can believe it, that is our time. I promised you it would go quickly, didn't I? <laughs> yes. And maybe sometime, too. It's like, uh, I know you do coffee with Colby. I right? do, and yes. I know sometimes you do readings, too, though. I'd love to play with your audience sometime and have a good time clairvoyantly or mediumship. So I'm I'll here have you if back I can on. help you anyway, Colby. Oh, yeah. thank and, you. And, and it took a while to meet you, Colby. I understand that. But um, everything but I, I was worth the wait, wasn't I, John? Yes, you were. <laughs> that hair back, girl. Yes, you were. You're lovely. You're lovely and you're East Coast and you're just beautiful. And what you are, I mean, what people see, this is who you are, Colby. You know? Oh, thank you. And you I, keep speaking your truth, Colby. Thank you very much, John. And and again, mm -hmm. everybody, you know, you've got the decks, the books, and the classes. Uh, John, I just want to thank you so, so, so much. Um, it really thank has been you. an honor and a privilege. And uh, I do hope I get to meet you in person one day. And uh, oh, we will. <laughs> and lots will. of and good. Go ahead. And people go just go to johnholland.com. That's where everything is, Colby. But I think we will meet in person, Colby. And if you ever, you ever, do you get back? Do you get back east anytime? Oh yes, I'm coming back in October. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there we <Okay>. go. <laughs> I just won't right. call at four Thanks, in the morning bro. saying it was nine one one. Oh my God! Yeah, that was the thing that happened last night. Do you want to tell you. them real yeah, quick? You want to share? Well, it's so strange. I have a landline, okay, and it's only there for an emergencies, and it's a you know, no one, a lot of people know it. I get a call at four o'clock in the morning, and it's the police in my town saying we got a call from here. Um, where are you okay? And I said, uh, and I'm just, I'm in, I'm out of it at four o'clock in the morning. And they said we're sending the police. We want to make sure that everything's okay. And so, um, as I'm opening the garage, and I'm like, what if it's not the cops? You know what I mean? And uh, so there's the cop with the flashlight. And he said, is everything okay? Do you live here alone? I said, yes, sir. They couldn't figure out how a call came from my house that was 911 um, that I never made. Wow. Um, so I don't know if it was a computer glitch because it's an internet. It, it's through Comcast. Um, but And I'm like, because if you get a call at four o'clock in the morning, the whole, you, you're like, oh my God, it's an emergency or something. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, so pretty freaky. So um, we'll see if it happens again tonight. But uh, I did go to the police station today, as a matter of fact, and said, that was you at my house this morning, right? And they're like, yes, it was us. And she, they said that the guy, that the, the policeman said, it's the second time that something like that's happened, not with me, but somewhere else. So wow. I don't know. It's so weird, but it happened at 4.01 in the morning. So I don't know what that was. It, you know, Crazy. stuff happens. I don't know. But yes. I don't be like, okay, spirit, what was that? Sometimes a rock is a rock. You know what I mean? So remember that. Okay. But thank you, Colby, so much. Thank you so much, John. And you have a wonderful night and, and thank you again you for too. being here. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Right, God bless, darling. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Colby Rebel Show. Be sure to follow Colby on social media at Psychic Rebel. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please head on over to iTunes to leave a review to help Colby grow the tribe. Colby is an international psychic medium, teacher, best-selling author, and speaker. She is a master teacher of the Lisa Williams International School of Spiritual Development and is the owner of the Colby Rebel Spirit Center in Los Angeles. Visit ColbyRebel.com.